Good morning, Boker Tov, and welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning, our weekly time together, learning the Ramcha, Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato's Mesilas uh, Hisharon, the path of the just, giving us a formula and a methodology to how to live our better selves, our best selves, how to try to, uh, how to, try to perfect our potential, realize the potential within us. I want to thank our generous sponsors for the year, Chani Eleni Grunstein, in memory of Chani's beloved father, Mr. Aaron Tambor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak. And a special thank you to the sponsor this morning, of this morning's particular class, Roger and Lisa Gladstone. Dear old friends, in commemoration of the Yeret site of Berlia, Berl Ben Shmuel, which was yesterday's Neshama Shadavan Aliyah, thank you for your generosity. And Mazel Tov, I'm becoming grandparents on Purim. Mazel Tov to Zoe, and you shall have a lot of nachas from your granddaughter. We are on the Midah of Precious, the character trait and the quality of abstinence. As we've been developing and speaking about the notion that we are entitled to live with when we can learn to live without. That the way to be our best selves is to be disciplined, is not to be controlled by our temptation and by our desire, not to be controlled by what we're drawn to, but to be able to say no, to be able to say I don't need to be able to say that even if it is permissible technically, it's not necessarily good. Not everything that is permissible is productive. And therefore, to live our best selves, to live our most productive selves, is to exercise the discipline muscle, is to maintain the capacity of when to say yes and when to say no. That to recognize that not every urge is an action, but an urge is a feeling, and that I'm allowed to experience the feeling but not indulge it. That's the media, that's the character trait of precious. We're not trying to deprive ourselves, we're not trying to deny ourselves, we're not trying to restrict ourselves or punish ourselves, but our ambition and aspiration for this life, for this media of precious, for the ability to live with a sense of abstinence is all about exercising the disciplined muscle to be the best version of ourselves that we are in control of our world, we're in control of our urges, rather than their being in control of us. So we're up to Perak Yudala chapter 14, and a special good morning to Nathan Zucker, who's joining us, our friend, the pilot from St. Louis today. Abstinence, the notion of abstinence. I hate that word abstinence because we associate abstinence, particularly when it comes to sexuality or abstinence in other uh, ways, that it's not the virtue. Judaism is all about pleasure. Pleasure in intimacy is a mitzvah. It's part of the contract between a husband and a wife. Pleasure with food is what God wants us to enjoy. Pleasure in the world that he created. So we are not endorsing that it's pleasure is a bad thing or a negative thing. Pleasure is a virtue and a wonderful thing. What we are uh, endorsing, what we're learning about, what we're trying to adopt in our own lives is how to be disciplined in our attitude towards those pleasures. So there are three ways to be disciplined. In yesh there's the notion of discipline from pleasures, indulgences in the physical world. Precious badinim, there's the notion of going above and beyond the letter of the law. In Jewish law, in halachic matters, that yes, you can get away with the bare minimum. And yes, that standard would be good enough. But imagine what discipline muscle I grow and I, uh, and I invest in when I practice a level of discipline within law. And precious bimen hagim, the last is abstinence, or what we're calling discipline, in social conduct. Something is okay, something is allowed, but nevertheless, I demand of myself more. So we're going to define all. The notion of discipline in the physical world and physical pleasure is what we spoke about already. 
that there is nothing prohibited with a bag of Cape Cod potato chips and a six-pack of beer, all fully kosher, all perfectly permissible. You make a bracha, you say a blessing before, and you say a blessing after. It's completely kosher. It's not a fast day. What's wrong with sitting on the couch and eating three bags of potato chips and completing and finishing an entire six-pack? Technically permissible. Nowhere does it say it's prohibited. But just because it's permissible doesn't make it productive. Just because it's permissible doesn't mean it's proper. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's good. So that we elaborated on previously. We should look at and examine. We should be judicious and mindful with every pleasure and say, do I need this? What purpose does it serve? Is it good for me? Think about it in the world of eating and food. How many of us, our, stomachs, our stomach is full and we're eating emotionally. We're eating to distract ourselves or to numb ourselves. We're eating beyond any definition of what we need. So is the food the fuel for our body? Is it we want to be operating at maximum efficiency? We want to be our best selves. And so I put into the machine called my body the very best fuel for it. Or do I put junk and garbage? Do I put quantities and measures that overwhelm the system rather than nourish and, and, uh, and offer nutrition for it? So practicing Prisha's discipline in eating in the area of Hana'a, of pleasure, means, yeah, the food tastes good. But just because the restaurant determined that that was the serving size doesn't mean I need to finish and lick the plate. Just because the host or hostess served me that plate in that way, just because the food is still sitting there and we're conversing hours later doesn't mean I need to keep going back for more. Just because the challah is so delicious and I have such an appetite that I feel like having my 20th slice doesn't mean it's good for me. And so precious and hana'a means discipline. Yeah, enjoy. God wants us. God doesn't say eat bread and water all day, eat food with no flavors or spices or tastes. Enjoy, enjoy my world. In fact, Chazal, our rabbis tell us that Hashem is disappointed and holds us accountable when we fail to enjoy His world. When He says, I created a world for your pleasure, what are you doing? What are you doing? Not indulging, not enjoying it. But to what degree and in what measure and at what time and in what way is it serving us or are we serving it? And this uh, includes anything that's pleasurable to the senses, such as ma'achalos. What's our attitude towards food? Eat. Eat till you're full. Eat when you're hungry. Eat in a way that's delicious and gives you pleasure. But do you then have discipline? Can we create boundaries? Do we recognize when I don't need to continue to eat? It's late at night I shouldn't eat. It's my fourth helping I don't need to eat. It's garbage I'm putting in I don't need to eat. Bibi'ilos. Intimacy is a mitzvah in marriage. A husband and a wife have responsibilities and obligations, not simply to engage in an empty act, but that has to include pleasure. But what is overindulgence? What is a distraction and temptation that could lead to poor choices and bad judgment? Bemabushim, there's nothing wrong with being looked together, being looked like you're put together. There's nothing wrong with being fashionable. But do I go into debt to keep up with others? Am I so caught up that I'm throwing out perfectly good clothing because I need to keep up with the fashion that's happening at such a warp speed. B'tiyulim, there's nothing wrong with a vacation, recreation to recreate ourselves. But where, what, when, how long, how much do I spend? So all of these, mitzvah. we need to be discerning and judicious and mindful to extract the meaning in every one of these physical experiences and every one of these physical pleasures. That's how we'll operate at our best selves. To be our best selves is to be mindful 
That's the Midah of Zahirus that we spoke about to begin with. How can we be mindful and present? How can we be self-aware and self-conscious and say, all that I'm engaging, where are the boundaries? Where are the boundaries? God and the Torah designed and created me and his world to enjoy and extract pleasure. But what are the boundaries? There's a fine line between enjoying the pleasures in a way that are productive and enhance my life, that enrich and empower my life, or enjoying those pleasures in a way that poison my life. Haprishas Badinim, category number two, is Prishas Badinim, which is discipline in halachic matters, in Jewish law. This is a little bit complicated, not so clear, but the Ramchal is saying when our attitude in Jewish law is do we get away with the bare minimum? Is it good enough? Or do we impose upon ourselves, do we volunteer electively to want to do more? Are we disciplined in saying yes, it was good enough? but good enough is not good enough for me. In my relationship with Hashem, I want to go above and beyond. And I'll give you an example. I have this all the time. I'm invited to people's homes when they do an expansion or renovation or knock down and build their home. Rabbi, I need you to come look and tell me where to put the mezuzahs. And then people, most often, sometimes they build an enormous house, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 square feet, an enormous house with countless bedrooms and hallways and gateways and archways, indoors and outdoors. And by the time we're done, the count of mezuzahs is astronomical. Double figures or triple figures? And you say, what's the proper cost of a mezuzah? Well, a good mezuzah, not the bare minimum mezuzah, but a proper good mezuzah that is excellent, that has hider, that has a sense of excellence to it, can be expensive. Multiply that times doorways, archways, gateways, and it's a huge expense that's often not budgeted into these homeowners' uh, expense item, expense line for that house. So some will say, Rabbi, that, that's the expensive mezuzah. What if I just get the bare minimum, the basic mezuzah, the $30, $40 mezuzah? Why the $70, $80, $100 mezuzah? So I always ask the same thing. What kind of car do you drive? What kind of car do you drive? Now I have to be careful because I don't want to give an example that's insulting. I drive a Honda Accord. So what kind of car do you drive? If you drive the most basic car with no bells and whistles and no extra features, if you drive a basic car, then get the basic mezuzah, buy the basic tefillin, buy the basic set of esrog and lulav. But if you have a luxury car, if you have a name brand car, if you live in a home or if you indulge in the premiums in other areas of life, then how when it comes to the relationship with God could you want to get away with the bare minimum? You're not driving the most bare minimum. You're not wearing the most bare minimum. What kind of watch? You got a Casio digital watch on your wrist? Are you wearing something a little fancier? What kind of watch and what kind of wardrobe and what kind of car do you drive? And now you know what kind of mezuzah and tefillin you should be buying. So the second category is precious bedinim. To be disciplined in the area of Jewish law means that yes, technically, it's valid, legitimate to get away with the minimum. But is that who you are and who you want to be? Is that what it means to be living your best self, to be getting away with the bare minimum, or to be demanding more in our attitude to this area that is not only part of life, but in so many ways defines our life? We'll continue next week with the area of discipline, exercising that discipline muscle, being mindful in the choices we make to live our best selves. Join us, 8.45, Living with Emuna. If you're watching on YouTube, please take a moment to subscribe and you will be notified in real time. You will be notified in real time when we go live, when our next class program or inspirational opportunity comes. If you're on YouTube, take a moment, please, to subscribe. 
Join us 845 Living with Amuna tonight behind the beam at 9 p.m. with A.J. Jacobs, award-winning author of four New York Times bestsellers, one of my favorite authors, fantastic individual. Looking forward to see you then. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy.